welcome to the Nourish for Life podcast. Hi, I'm Sabrina. I'm a certified holistic nutritionist and women's undiet coach. I help women to step into their lives fully, free from food restriction, diet rules, and endless cardio. If you're a woman who is tired of surviving their life, doing the same thing and never finding success, and just want to feel what it's like to not have to diet all the time, then this is the podcast for you. Come on in. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to another episode of the Nourish for Life podcast. I am so excited that you are here. I'm so excited to be here. And today I want to talk about the impact that stress has on your immune system. Now, I've talked about stress before because it is a very important topic. It's probably one of the most important topics. And when it comes to your health, you need to know what there is to know about these things that are going to impact your health, especially the immune system. Not just because of what's going on now in our uh, world, but for any time we are heading into fall and winter, which flus, colds all come about, especially as kids go back to school, right? Like it's germ city, everyone's sharing. I know And again, today's world, we're wearing masks, we're lowering those types of situations, but it's still inevitable. It's still going to happen. Um, So you want to protect yourself the best that you can. So that's what we're going to chat about today. And I hope that you can take something away to apply to your life and really start thinking about how you're going to improve your stress and immune system game as you go into these months that are usually filled with a whole ton of stress because we have holidays, right? We have holiday foods, which are usually high in sugar. And that, as I hope we all know, definitely impacts our immune system. Not to say never eat it, just we have to be aware of it. And it would be a huge disservice that I would be doing to you if I did not at least say that, okay? So, stress like really what is is stress and I really like to you know make this stuff very understandable and really break it down because more than most of the time we just hear oh stress 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 lower your stress but what is stress really okay so when I checked out the definitions of these things because I always go to the interwebs and google or I use DuckDuckGo but uh, to find out, you know, definitions of things because it matters to break it down. So stress, I've got two definitions for you. So one that is um, like medical, one that is not, and probably we will relate to more of the first one than the second, which is the medical one. And really stress is the feeling of being overwhelmed right? Unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. Now, as we look at that one, that one screams out to me the need for stress relief, for taking care of oneself in a greater capacity. The second one is the medical version, and that's going to be the body's response to physical, mental, and emotional pressure. Now, what I do want you to understand is that when it comes to stress on the body, there's obviously going to be a response, okay? Usually, what will happen is that we'll have an increased blood pressure. Heart rate's going to go up. And also, dun-dun-dun, blood sugar increases in our blood, right? Um, I'll talk about why that is a little bit 
um, as I go along in, in this conversation. But as we know, right, we have a fight or flight mode. <laughs> I've talked about this a lot as well. It's just what happens when, say, a tiger, you know, in the days of old would come out and try to chase us. Today, you know, I mean, um, the response you know, equatably, um, could be, we get into a, a car accident, right? Like, whoo, imagine the rush, the stress. And I know, cause I've been through that personally where my car was completely totaled. That was not a fun time, but it definitely increases a lot of the same hormones that say a, a, a tiger, lion, bear, oh my, uh, would come and chase your ass. Right. So anyway, so I also want to break this down for you because not all stress is bad. I don't, just like cortisol gets a bad rap, right? That it's horrible. We shouldn't, you know, we don't need it. It's blah, right? Stress is not bad inherently, okay? When we're in a state of balance, stress is an amazing thing. It has great things that it does for us. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet, okay? So the stress that I'm talking about that actually impacts our immune system is going to be chronic stress. And In case you don't know, chronic stress is something that lasts a long time. It's like probably over six months. That probably even less than like more than that, you know, but let's just say six months and beyond. Um, I would want to specifically check into that. But anyway, neither here nor there in my opinion. So chronic stress, six months or longer, something that is going on and on and on and on. Okay. And then there's acute stress, which is the good kind of stress. It's short term, right? Um, it could be weeks, it could be a day, maybe a month, depending on what the situation is, but it's something that ends relatively soon. Okay. And a good example of that would be exercise. Okay. Something that causes an adaptation and it's, benefiting you, like you get the benefits you want out of exercise, right? Whether that's increased cardiovascular, whether that's uh, more muscle um, activation, like, or, uh, you know, the swole. (laughs) I'm not that kind of personal trainer, but, uh, you know, people want the gains. They want the pump. Um, (laughs) I know I sound ridiculous, but you get what I mean. There are benefits to exercise. Absolutely. That's the kind of stress that we want in our lives. The acute kind, not the chronic kind, the kind that lasts and lasts and creates a lot of damage. Specifically today, we're talking about it in relation to the immune system, which like I said, we want to protect. So what actually happens right? What happens when chronic stress is on the scene? When we're living our lives, doing what we normally do, maybe not feeling stressed because I've actually heard about, heard that a lot from clients. I don't feel stressed. Like we don't know what's going on inside our bodies, what's stressful to our bodies. Our body is amazing. It can handle all kinds of shit. But just like me with my current um, situation with getting the virus, I want to be careful of names so that way they don't take my podcast down. But um, I was under a great deal of stress. Now, did I feel it and think, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed? No, I did not. But my body is now on the other side of it, showing me that I had stress by my cycle not being regular and also by uh, having excessive um, hair shedding, which yes, could also be thyroid, but 
Um, with what I've recently gone through, meaning a little over a month, a lot of people are experiencing the same thing. So stress, right? It presents itself in different ways. And we might not have that feeling that where we hit a wall and we just like hit our breaking point and like, oh my God, I'm stressed. Like we hopefully will not get there before we take care of ourselves better and address the stress. But I want to throw that out there so we can have a better understanding that it's not going to be like that. But yet your body is still going to be under it and it's still going to present itself in other ways like getting sick, right? Think about the holidays. Think about all the stuff we have to do. (laughs) That is stressful, right? So what happens though when we are chronically stressed? Inflammation comes in on the scene. Now, what's inflammation? Something we've all heard. Inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. Lower, lower, lower. Inflammation, right? Well, inflammation can also be acute or it can be chronic. So it can be short-term or it can be long-term. More in the cases of diseases, it's more chronic, right? Chronic inflammation. And acute could be, hey, I did a really stellar workout and now my body is inflamed. Like I did some yoga. Like I've been sticking to walking and yoga. I'm trying to decrease my stress intensely because I'm still trying to recover and I want to keep feeling amazing um, like I have been. And so inflammation is really, it's just swelling, okay? You know, think about arthritis perhaps um, in the hands. You'll see people like, because I'm doing it right now mentally, I'm like, I need an image. So um, people will bend their fingers, right? They feel tight. They feel swollen. The joints are stiff. That's inflammation. Now, inflammation is not horrible, just like cortisol, just like stress. Again, we have to stop putting things in a bucket and calling it all bad or good, right? It doesn't, that's not how we should look at things, right? In my opinion. But swelling is just a natural part of the healing process and it protects you from infection, okay? So we understand that too much, right? The long term impacts of it continuously going on inside our body is what we do not want, right? We don't want the chronic, right? But after you do a leg day and you're feeling really swollen, you're inflamed, right? That's inflammation. And what's happening when it comes to that is that your body's trying to repair the muscles that you literally ripped because that's what happens when you like strength train. Cardiovascular, not so much. Obviously, that's not happening. But when you are lifting weights, that is what happens. So with stress, right? When we have stress, cortisol is going to come on the scene just like it happens when you run from a bear that's short term well it it happens when you're inflamed cortisol is going to come on it's going to be like oh hey what can i do what can i do to help you right um it boosts immunity by limiting inflammation so it wants to help you right that's its job again cortisol is good it's not bad right not always only when it's in certain contexts or certain ways of being. And a lot of us are living in this certain way of being. And that's why I'm here to help you guys so you can move away from it or improve it, right? Little by little, mind you, not overnight. But what will happen that makes it a not great situation is that over time, the body gets used to it, right? The cortisol being there, the coming on the scene to help you boost your immune system. Eventually, it's like anything else. It's going to get 
just like it's there, but it's like no big deal. It loses its impact, right? Kind of like if you, I don't know about you, but if you saw your spouse all day, every day at home, right? Like, you know, it the the heart grows fonder when you're away, <laughs> you know, but then your husband goes to work and you're like, oh, I miss him, right? Like kind of the same thing. In a way, you have to go with me on this one. <laughs> but over time, the body just gets used to it. And so it opens the door to inflammation. So it's welcome wears off. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're there, but no big deal. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to create some massive inflammation in your body. And it's not going to feel so great, right? So when we are under stress, inflammation sets in, what's really happening internally, so we can get a good picture of this, um, is that the body's lymphocytes decrease, okay? Which, in case you don't know, (laughs) your lymphocytes are white blood cells, and they're the ones that fight off infection, right? You need them. We don't need them to decrease. We need them to be regular or increase, whichever the case may be, right? Because we need them to fight off viruses. They're very important, right? So we don't want to have this situation in our body where we are chronically stressed out, where we have cortisol coming on the scene and wearing out its welcome. We want it to be heard, the body heal itself naturally, and to move on. So it's really important that you understand stress when they say it's the number one killer right it's not just because oh my god somebody feels stressed all day right we don't feel it our body adapts but that's not a good adaption right especially when we're not supporting it and many of us are not supporting it we're letting it go we're not focusing on our health we're not loving ourselves enough to take care of us we do care for every single other person but us now's the time to step up and take care of you to get this shit done because your long-term health depends on it. The longer you live under stress chronically, the more issues are going to come up. And you can't, you can't do anything but go with it at that point. And I want you guys to head it off. I want you to start now, support yourself, love yourself, take care of yourself because you are important. Do the best for yourself. You deserve it. You really do. Again, we get this one life, okay? End of my soapbox. But I want to also add note that a part of stress is depression and anxiety. I can be massively um, taken over by anxiety. I've had to support myself in many different ways with that. It still wants to pop itself up, right? I used to be on medication back in my 20s. I, uh, and in my teens, I was very depressed. And so I understand that game. But what it does do is it increases inflammation, okay? And again, decreases immune system. Diseases, like I said a little bit, touched upon, diseases cause stress and they also cause inflammation. So the more issues that we have in our body, the more inflammation we have. The name of the game, less inflammation, right? Because again, when we're inflamed, our fighter cells, our white blood cells are lowered. They're not as strong. So how do we manage? What do we do, Sabrina? What can I do to improve my, my stress? Like what's going to work for me, right? 
first of all, I want you to take a long ass hard look at your life. I want you to look at it. What, when you think about it, gives you stress or maybe produces a feeling in your body of dread or anxiety even, right? It brings up a little emotional, I don't want to say turmoil, but a little emotional um, feel. Like we feel emotions in our bodies. If we focus on our body, we can feel them. And so we want to just gauge when I think about this, how do I feel? Am I worried? Am I, you know, stressed out? Usually finances are a top one, an overpacked schedule at work because, again, of finances, we try to work ourselves to the bone. Um, maybe overpacked schedule with our children, school, after, after school activities, right? Like you're the Uber driver to your kids' things or you have to get out at a certain time, right? Um, and then you're coming home like, oh, my God, what I cook for dinner? You're like, oh, how can I possibly even work out in this schedule? Like we pack our schedule so tight. So take a look at your schedule. What gives you some worry? What gives you some concern? And then you need to make a plan on figuring out how you can lessen that. And I mean that. Like we are not super women. Like we are, absolutely, but we're not (laughs) at the same time. Our bodies feel stress. We might think, you know, hell yes, because that would have been me before I got sick was, I got this shit. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need any help. But in reality, I got sick, right? I got the big C, not very fun, very scary hospital for six days, right? Because I was so stressed. And I wouldn't let anybody help me because I got this, right? So find where you can get some help. Like, help is in sharing the load, Call on grandma to help you with the kids. Like somebody, something. You have friends, I'm sure. (laughs) If I do, you do. Because I'm not very social, to be honest. Um, Find ways to get help. Your health depends on it. And I do not say that lightly, okay? And again, there's ways that we can also, you know, boost this, which I'm going to talk about. But I just want to at least throw that out there. Because as you're recovering from stress, you need to be gentle with yourself. You need to find ways to back off, breathe. Okay. So other things to help you manage things that are going to support you. Let's start off with supplements. I do want to say I do not prescribe supplements. I recommend I don't, but I don't prescribe. I'm not a doctor, right? Nutritionist, personal trainer, but I do recommend because I know that these work, right? And you can Google or duck, duck, go them. (laughs) Got to stop with that term. It's too like, you know, one-sided, but supplements that you can use to support you are ashwagandha. That's something that I love, something that I use to help, uh, help me to adapt to stress because we want to adapt to it because stress is always going to be there. It's part of life. But when we are chronically stressed, we're not handling it. We're not adapting to it. That's when it becomes dangerous, right? Probiotics, a big one, make sure they're good quality. I would recommend liquid over the pill form if you can. Omega-3, so like the fish oils. Make sure, again, they're good quality. I can't stress this enough. Whatever you, just like food, right? Like if you eat from a healthy animal, you're going to get healthy animal benefits. You get shitty quality meat, you're going to get shitty quality health benefits or not even health benefits, right? It's going to take away from your health. So keep that in mind. If you can, whatever is affordable, but get these in. Lavender essential oil. Lavender. Huff it if you have to. Um, I'm always having that around. It's a great tool for so many different things, 
but it definitely helps to calm you down. Um, Valerian works really well. There's a lot of tinctures that you can get online or on Amazon too, um, but whatever works for you. And then kava root as well is one. So again, you can look those up, um, find the supplements, do that all on your own, but they do help support you. And that's what we want. We want support, just like we want people to come in and help us with our schedule if it's so busy. We want some supplements to support us as well to adapt better to our life. So meditation and prayer, that is a big one. I teach my kids how to meditate because it should be a part of every single person's life, in my opinion, um, because it is so powerful, right? It lowers blood pressure. It makes you come into yourself, into your body, feeling your breath, right? All these things that we should be aware of on a daily basis that do indicate whether we are stressed. You have no idea how many times I have caught myself not breathing, (laughs) holding my breath. Do you think that's good? No. Journaling. That is something I enjoy oh so much. I realize not everyone does, but it is amazing to get that conversation started with yourself. Great for mental health. Great for understanding yourself better, for your goals. Like it's, it's an amazing tool. I can't say enough about it. Exercise. Yes, exercise. But exercise in a way where it does not create more stress on your body. Like right now, I'm not weightlifting. Um, my body is not calling for it. Um, as you know, I listen to my body a great deal. Right now, my body's not ready for it. My body's ready for walks, long walks on the beach. No, long walks. <laughs> um, inside, if it's not, if it's raining, outside, if it is raining, absolutely. But walks are good, long, brisk walks. They are amazing for so much, but get your walks in. Yoga, that's something, again, I'm doing. Uh, So many different types of yoga. Um, Be careful, though. Here's my caveat about wrists because sometimes a lot of yoga is on your wrists and that can create inflammation if you have like carpal tunnel or any issues with wrists um, in general. A lot of us with our cell phones in our happy little hands (laughs) all the time can create muscle tightness and some inflammation happening. Just throwing that out there. Um, And breath work is also amazing. So again, with meditation or throughout the day, I am a big proponent of setting an alarm on your handy dandy phone, right? Make it useful, make it work for you, right? Instead of us being a slave to it, put a little timer on there, maybe every hour along with a stand up break, a couple deep breaths, right? It doesn't take long to do this stuff, to stand up and move around or to take a few deep breaths. We think it does, right? Because again, we don't want to stop doing things, but it's stressing us out. So we need to, okay? Relationships. Relationships are huge. How many of you actually feel connected to every single person that you know that's in your life, your husband, your children, right? How connected are you to them? Being connected to humans and not social media, okay, like face-to-face humans, (laughs) I'm guilty too. I'm not condemning anyone. Like everything I'm saying, I'm also pointing the finger back at me. So please don't take it as I'm on my little soapbox, high and mighty, pointing at y'all because that's not what I'm doing. But we do need to stay connected with our relationships, especially our spouse or the ones that are most important to us. But our friendships going for coffee dates with your girlfriends, like taking the time to invest in their lives and them investing in you, right? That's beautiful. So beautiful. Okay. So mindset, your thoughts, what you think, like your shitty thoughts need to go. They need to take a back door exit, 
right? They need to just get out because they're not helping you. They're stressing you out more. We don't realize how many thoughts that we think per day. And all of those thoughts are just pre-programmed because that's just what we think, right? We, if we journaled, we could see our thoughts a little bit better. We could then change the shitty thoughts into amazing thoughts because why would you want to think thoughts that aren't true? And if you really get down to thinking, your, like, thinking about your thoughts, you'll realize everything you think is a bunch of bullshit, right? Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be able to get that promotion. My kids hate me, right? It's all pressures we're putting on ourselves unnecessarily, Okay, get that mindset under control, my friend. And I've worked the most on that for myself because dealing with depression and anxiety um, over the years has created a lot of negative self-talk. And if you hear yourself talking to your friend, you can totally catch this, right? Doom and gloom all the time, shitty mindset, right? We don't need to be in that state. Yes, shit happens to every single one of us, but it's how we perceive it, how we think about it, how we talk about it that matters. The more shit we talk, the more we're going to get, okay? So check yourself before you wreck yourself, girl, all right? Like, rein that shit in. Singing. Singing was something I did in the hospital a lot. For my lungs, yes, but also for just my morale. It does decrease stress. I like to sing. (laughs) My husband likes to hear me sing, even though it's embarrassing, but singing does release a lot of feel-good emotions, right? Serotonin, all the things. So sing. Sing if you want to. Sing like nobody's listening. If they are, and who flipping cares, right? Doesn't matter. Sing, make yourself happy because at the end of the day, you matter. Your happiness matters, right? We need to stop people-pleasing and giving a shit about what everybody else thinking. It does not matter. They're not living your life, girl. You are, okay? Sleep. Yes, sleep. Sleep is very important in case you haven't guessed, right? We need that rest and recovery. A lot of amazing things happen while we sleep, right? A lot of cells get swept away. A lot of great things, okay? I could go on and on, but I shan't because it's not about sleep. But just know you need it for a reason, okay? It's not just pretty and makes us feel good. Or if you wake up feeling extra tired, whoo, yeah, no, we got some work to do if that's the case. But get your sleep in. Also, while we're at it, limit your caffeine. Like, don't caffeinate yourself to keep yourself awake. That's hand in hand with sleep, right? If that's the case, you and I, you and I need to chat. Something's not right, okay? We need to kind of fix that a little bit. Um, but also decrease alcohol because that can impact a lot of things, especially decreasing immune system, uh, creating inflammation. Absolutely it does. But some things for you to think about. So, <sighs> I hope that this has helped you. I hope that this hasn't stressed you out because <laughs> that is not the case, right? The case and the point of all of this is to create awareness for you that you can take away and ask yourself, how can I apply even one thing in my life today that will help impact inflammation and increase my immunity, right? Like we can't expect to do an overhaul on our life in like 10 seconds, it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to stick, right? That's why diets uh, don't really work because of the way that we go at them. But slow and steady wins the race. And it's over time, right? If you are at this point listening to this, stress the hell out and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going into the fall. I need to fix myself, right? Slow down, take a few deep breaths. And again, realize it's going to take some time to undo all of that. It's going to take some time to adapt, adjust, 
rearrange, make some changes in your life, you can keep going in that direction all you want. I'm just here to be the encourager and the inspirer of change for those who want it. You might not, but if you do, then here are some ways to start that. You also can um, find ways to, um, I don't know what it's going to say there, lost my train of thought, boom, but hey, this is reality and I don't do uh, retake. So, (laughs) okay, what I want to leave you with here is when it comes to viruses, right, and we know about the big one going around right now, when we're in a state of inflammation, when we are in a state of chronic stress and chronic inflammation, right, the long-term stuff, which many of us are in, don't worry about the cute stuff, right? Car accidents, you forgot to go to work or (laughs) whatever, you were late for work, I don't know, you didn't pay a bill on time, something like that. You can't pay a bill. Finances feel awful. Like whatever, right? Those are acute. Those will go away. You're going to be fine. I'm talking about long-term, right? Things that we've been doing for years, things that we've been doing day in, day out for months and months and months, okay? But I do want you to know that it is harder to recover from a virus when you're under stress than when you're not. So keep that in mind. And yeah, I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you've taken some great nuggets to maybe share with friends. And I want to encourage you to share this episode with friends if you feel like they could get some benefit out of it. Also, don't forget to subscribe. I'll probably tell you after because I have a little thing after. But also, if you need help in this area, you know that you need someone to help guide you and lead you through and to a better place in your health, in your life then you know where to find me. In the show notes, I have many ways for you to find me. You can get a free discovery session with me where you can schedule on my website and you and I can have a chat about what's going on and how I can help you, right? Sometimes we need this support. So most of the time we need this support. We just don't put ourselves as a priority enough to do it. We say, oh, later, oh, after the new year, because that's when everybody starts to get healthy. No, today you start to get healthy. Today you start taking ownership over yourself, over your body. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And we all know what happens when you wait until the beginning of the year, right? From here on out, everybody wants to just throw their hands up in the air and it's a free for all, right? Usually. No, that's not the way to go about of caring about yourself, right? So if you need help with the mindset, you need help with fitness, you need help with nutrition and trying to get something that works for you and someone that can put it all together and just really help you transform your life, I'm your girl. So have a great day and I will see you again on another amazing episode of the Nourish for Life podcast. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Nourish for Life podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then please head over to iTunes to leave a review. This is the best way for other women to find me and for me to get to know you. But before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe. I look forward to meeting you right here next week for another amazing episode of the Nourish for Life podcast. Bye. Thank you.